what I love about what we do is that we can be real. Mm-hmm. We can make mistakes. Yeah. We can kind of goof off. I love goofing off. Hey. It's my lifestyle. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I'm Barb Demery, and you're listening to What's Next? Conversations with Boomers. So today, Mel and I thought we would do something a little different. I love listening to podcasts, and I especially love interesting conversations. What did I know, though, about making that happen? Absolutely nothing. In April of 2021, I reached out to Mella with my idea, and we threw around different concepts of what it might look like. She knew I would be starting from scratch, and although I'm comfortable with technology, didn't know the first thing about producing my own podcast. It was a big learning curve. But with Mella's expertise and patience, walking me through what I needed to do from my end, we eventually launched Season 1, Episode 1, on June 2nd, 2021. Well, here we are having now recorded 50 episodes. 50. 50. (laughs) 50. We've covered some heavy topics, but mostly they've been light and fun. I really like the balance. And I'm especially grateful to all my guests who have given their time to share their stories or their expertise. So Mel and I thought for today is sort of a commemorative episode, we'd share the ones that for some reason stood out for us. Every single episode is special to me, but there are certain ones that resonate or have inspired me in some way. Hey, Mella. Hi. Hi. This is going to be fun. Yes. Because mostly mostly we like these episodes to be fun. Yeah. Right? Even the, even the heavy topics, we try and lighten them up. Yeah, I will start just with what has been my favorite topic. Can you just chime in whenever you want? We're we're just gonna. I love it. Yeah, I, I love it too. We're just gonna we're just gonna have a little sort of. Yeah. Keep it loose. Keep it loose. Keep it loose. Okay, so I think my favorite episode of all is still the very first one that my dear friend Deb Pedersen and I did together, called yeah. the way we were. Yeah. Yeah, that was very good. It's special because it was the first one. And also, it was so much fun for both of us to look back at life in the 60s and 70s, especially since we grew up in the same town. We experienced so much together. We were both struck at how much has changed. And several people mentioned to me that they could relate to so much of what we talked about. So, so that one stands out just because. You know, it it was like your first child, your first date. Firsts are always special. So it was so much fun to do. And remember, we had the little launch party over Zoom. And yeah, and we we listened and and Uh, and then people cried. Yes, I cried. Oh, my. I couldn't believe that this fantasy that I had actually became a reality. And because you did such a good job producing it, I just thanks. It was yeah, it was. Does it still make you tear up when you listen to it? Do you listen to it for funsies? Once in a while, yeah. There's several that I've that I've listened to more than once for sure. Yeah. So, off the top of your head, 
What mm-hmm. what stands out for you? Which ones are sort of special? Um, off the top of my head, I really love the Deb episodes. Plural, yes, we've done many. Yeah, we have a lot of them. Um, I love I love like just listening to you guys banter. I also love when Lorna's here. Mm-hmm. I love the Lorna episodes as mm-hmm. well. I think mm-hmm. we have two two with her. I think she's so funny, and yeah, I just love listening to you like chat with your friends and shoot the shit i'll bleep that out <laughs> are we bleeping that, that out or i can keep it on well, sh- i don't shoot know the, shoot the shit shoot the breeze yeah Lorna's hilarious I, I i know i love those ones too and i love when i love it when people say that they feel like they're in the room with us and mm-hmm. that's the whole point yeah these they're just casual conversations and um yeah join in you know listen in because we're just ordinary people talking about ordinary things and having fun deb and i really get each other's humor for one thing and you know we've got so much history yeah and deb's always got really you know she's got she's got good insight into into lots of things and and she's incredibly articulate mm-hmm. um as is lorna as is you know many of my friends. Yeah. So the other one, and I mentioned this before too, but but I can't help but repeat it. The episode that we did with Rosalind Reed still really stands out. It's her adoption story yes. that we did right at the beginning. She was so honest and open about her story of being an adoptee. The story was fascinating and she told it so well. Mm-hmm. We all have a story, and some people are able to tell their stories in a way that really keeps you captivated. That was also a little bit mind blowing because, yeah, I didn't know that world. Well, I don't think many people do. True, and to have to like give up your child be- just because I don't know your parents make you, I guess, or it dishonors the family, I guess. In the fifties. 50- yeah, there were just many reasons. Um, it, it just was so taboo, Mela. Mm-hmm. It, it was, right, it was shameful. Uh, it, yeah. it was, you know, it was essentially unheard of that yeah. somebody who wasn't married would keep their child. And of course, mm-hmm. now we think nothing of it. Yeah. What do you mean? Like to give up Well, a child I mean, if a, if a single person or? had, if a single person had a baby and they kept it, we'd think, great. Congratulations right. to you. Or right? like parents who are not married. Or even, you know, parents who are aren't, are aren't married and they, and they have, like two people who are together but not married. Um, and I do know a couple like that. Yeah. Um, they too uh, would give up their child because... Because it isn't, it's not Christian? It, they're not married. It's taboo. Is it, is it rooted from like, do you think it's rooted from a Christian point of view? It's very like Anglo, what do you call that? Anglo, Anglo Anglo-Saxon, Christian-based belief? Possibly, but there were just certain in the 60s, in the 50s, well, many times in our lives. Yeah. And there were taboos and taboos change over time. And, you know, taboos, things that once were taboos are no longer, thank goodness. Um, now it's a taboo to, to say things that are considered to be politically incorrect, incorrect, excuse me, incorrect. 
um, you know, we don't use certain words anymore. We don't use, we don't label the same way we did before. There's so many things where before nobody, nobody thought anything of it. We just didn't have a consciousness around it. Do you remember the moment where all those things were shifting or do you feel like it was like a gradual thing? It was gradual. It was gradual. I remember Deb and I talking about it and I asked her, do you remember the first time terminology started to change? And she does remember when fishermen were no longer fishermen, they were fishers. And then we, we were introduced to the term Ms. first instead of miss. So an unmarried person was, you know, in my case, I would, I was Miss Barbara Perry. Well, now I Mm -hmm. would be Ms. Barbara Perry. Well, that, I remember that when that changed and- I don't know that one. Don't you? Oh. No, Ms. and versus Miss? Ms. Yeah. Oh. It was actually a magazine. Interesting. Ms. Ms. Magazine. So you're, you're, you're not labeled as married or unmarried. Ms. So- you know, these things have all been very, very gradual. And I think there's certain things that are, that are up for, up for discussion. Um, th- you know, things change and evolve over time. Some, sometimes we're introduced to a new concept or a new way of looking at it. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, that shifts. Like gender pronouns. Yeah. Well, you know, who knows? Sometimes, you know, as time goes on, will will we sh- will we shift around this? Will we, you know, there'll yeah. be new ones. There'll be ones that'll yeah. be discarded. Okay. What? Tell me another episode that might have stood stood out for you. Another episode that stood out for me was the episode about grief with Denise. Mm. I really like that one. I don't know. There was something about it that was very cathartic. She said something that struck me really viscerally, and it was when she said that sometimes maybe grief will never leave you, and that's okay. And I think once you like acknowledge that like maybe that when you grieve something, when something ends or someone dies or someone leaves your life or what have you, she said that maybe you'll never stop grieving that, and that's okay. And sometimes acknowledging that grief will or may be part of you for the rest of your life, it kind of helped me accept where I was Hmm. as far as like where I stood in life, what I was doing with my life, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, it was, it was really, it was really cathartic and it felt like, I don't know, she helped me heal within that 20 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Just a little bit. I still have a ways to go. Well, a little bit is better than nothing. nothing. And, and you know, that's true. Healing is a, is a step by step process. Denise is very, very good at giving permission to feel what you feel. Yeah. And, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's, she's given me permission many times to, to, just be where you are. Just at that be where I am. Time. Of course, you feel that way. Of course, you're. Of course, but th- th- that's just fine. And yeah, and um, yeah. There's something really validating about that. I think that episode resonated with a lot of people. I mean, certainly in our demographic, everybody has experienced loss, mm-hmm. and you know, on all different levels, and um. Also, you know, she said there wasn't, there's not really a right and a wrong way of doing it. There isn't yeah. a formula. Yeah. And there isn't, you must, you must be finished your grieving by this date. 
Yeah, there's no such thing. Exactly. Yeah, and I I love the episode about finding love after 60 with my friends Jennifer and Derek, which we called Grandma and Grand Derek. So yeah. I met, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I met Jennifer yeah. in a widow's group that I started in 2017, and she met Derek on a dating site, and they've been together now for over two years and plan to get married. So they too were, were like, like Rosalind, they were so honest and so real and so articulate the way they told their story. I asked questions about being in a new relationship after 30 plus years of marriage and what did they bring from their previous relationship. I loved their answers um, and they too, you know, told their story really well. It was, it was really... Um, fun to listen to uh yeah and they were so honest and and real about it and um you know and i i can i can say right now this is you know that episode was a long time ago and they're very very happy together and yeah just Mm -hmm. it's just a great story and we'll be right back I also like that episode with the stepkids and the mm. step grandkids, etc. The like extended family episode with Claudette. With Claudette, yeah. Um, that was really interesting too. Just to uh, I never even that thought never even crossed my mind. Like when you marry into a family that's that's been established for a long time and you ha- also have your own established family on your side and then when the, those two families converge i find that like such an interesting situation like it's like the real life brady bunch but then it has grown exponentially as well because she's got like her kids her kids kids etc etc and then and the his step-grandkids kids, kids and they and all exactly and then everybody comes together in this big group she was wonderful and had such incredibly pra- so many good suggestions they were so practical they they just made such sense um and i know that situation because i married somebody that already had children and i didn't mm-hmm. but but you didn't but no, I didn't. I didn't come into the marriage with children, but we had children together, and so now we were blending our children with his children, and we were a family of six. And yeah, she she pointed out, you know, some of the challenges and and uh, things that rituals and all sorts of things that had already been established before you came into the picture. Um, or whoever the the other parent is, and yeah, she she had some really really good suggestions. Yeah, she was she was great. Hey, I'm just mm-hmm. realizing we're we're commemorating 50 episodes here, and we were going to toast. Oh yeah, we to, haven't toasted. We have not toasted. Cheers to 50. Cheers to 50. Clink clink clink. And cheers to you, Mila. Cheers to you. Cheers to us. Cheers to us. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, like, you have inspired so many of my other podcast clients. One of my podcast clients calls Barb the mother of podcasts. Shout out to Esther, Esther Gardick. 
and her um her podcast is called Esther has a podcast. It's very good. You guys should go listen. Um, but yeah, she calls you the mother of podcasts, and you met her. I that is so sweet of Esther to say that. And of course, you know, I I am not the mother of podcasts because there's many people that <laughs> you know are a zillion times better at podcasting. But listen, hey, better is subjective. Correct, correct. But but Esther, many thanks to you for saying that because that makes me feel good. And and you know, your podcast is is excellent. So um. I loved the series that we did on looking your best regarding the clothes, oh, yeah. the hair, and the makeup. That was really fun. That was really fun. Yes. Yeah. Who, who was your favorite guest? Well, I'm, I'm just going to say, so I, for one, learned a lot and actually bought myself a pair of Chelsea boots after the fashion oh, yeah. episode with Lauren Walker. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay, right. Okay, I've got to go out and get myself. <laughs> Chelsea Boots. Chelsea Lauren Walker Boots. Lee is her name. Aaron, Lauren Walker Lee. Yes. Sorry. Sorry, Lauren. Um, and I had my daughter-in-law, Jory, on, who's, in my opinion, a master hairstylist. And we yes. had Lisa Vela on, who gave us some just incredibly great information about makeup and skincare. Oh, I loved her also. I did too. You know, she gave us some really good basics, some, some, yeah. really, I, I, I loved them all. And it was really great yeah. that we sort of did, we did it as a package. We did it in, as mm-hmm. a three-part series. That was fun. I liked Lisa's tips and pointers on skincare because I'm a sucker for skincare, especially post-pandemic, post-COVID, you know, like I mean, during the pandemic, yeah, <laughs> pandemic Lovato. So yeah. during COVID, because you were, we weren't going anywhere, you were just stuck at home, you know, there was a lot of opportunity to really like nurture your skin. So having her on and like talking about all of the things, all the serums, etc., was really such a treat for me. It was for me too. And I forgot to say, after that episode. Yes. Didn't I just go right to the drugstore and get myself some serum? Yeah. Which one did you get? <laughs> Um, I think I got, um, Garnier. Okay. But, but like what kind of um, serum did you get? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just and I remember just after I did the, the episode, it was book club and we were all driving. We were, there were five of us together in a car. So I said, okay, everybody, we've got to get ourselves some serum. And I know. A lot of them went out and got some serum. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's... thanks to you, Lisa, if you're listening. Yes. Thank you, Lisa. I also love the book club episodes. Oh, good. Yes. Again, I love listening to you, Kiki, with your girlfriends. We have so much fun. Mm-hmm. We are we are like a family now because we've been, you know, hanging out together for 20 years. Which I think is so great. It is so great. It is so great. And we've read so many books. Do you think that if you grew up in this new tech world, the the um the social media world, do you think that if you were exposed to this that you would maintain all the friendships that you've had like for I don't know, I mean you've had friends for over 50 years, but most of your friendships have lasted over two decades at 25 least years. yeah exactly decades, do you think yeah. do you think yeah. that it would sh- that you would be able to i do 
because um, there nothing, absolutely nothing, is a substitute for person-to-person interaction mm-hmm. and just getting together as people. So, um, yeah, a lot of my a lot of my social media interaction is still with the people that I see in person or people that I've met online and and I consider to be friends. But I love getting together with people in person and right. Um, uh, you know, that, that hasn't changed. I'm thankful for technology, especially during the pandemic yeah. where we could do FaceTime easily. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I need to see people's face in person and yeah. I also need to touch them. Right. Like Mela. Okay. Yeah. We knew each other for several, a year or so, right? Yeah. Over when we a met year. In person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we met in person, it was kind of magical. It was. It was. It was for me. Like, did I go crazy or what? Yeah, you really did. (laughs) (laughs) So much so that you scared people around you. Oh, dear. Not scared, but like you startled them because you screamed at the top of your voice. Who is this person? (laughs) (laughs) It was very funny. I didn't hold back. I did notice that. I didn't hold back. You never hold back. But no, I don't. No, I don't. True. (laughs) (laughs) But I like to connect with people and I like to check in with people and over phone or, you know, come on over for dinner or let's meet for coffee or come over for tea. I don't think anything, anything replaces, uh, yeah, person, the book club. The t- couple of times we've been on, I think we've mentioned, you know, during the pandemic when we couldn't get out, we had it over Zoom, and we were we were glad that we had that option, but it was not the same at all. It just it just was cold in comparison to when we're all together and you know in person. And and the first time we could finally get together in somebody's living room, oh god, this is great. Mm-hmm. And we did we used to get together outside. We had picnics and um. And that was, that was good. Certainly that was better than Zoom, but you know, because for so many years we'd been going to each other's houses and being in living rooms. And so, yeah, Yeah. I, I, yeah, nothing, nothing replaces in-person connection. For sure. Yeah. I'm very fortunate in that way. And we'll be right back. Okay, so we have had several, like you've sort of alluded to, we've had several episodes where I've just had chats with on a whole variety of topics with good friends. And I love those ones. Yeah, and many of them I've listened to a few times. Just, And I'm just so glad that we have them as podcast episodes. They're, they're out there and they'll, they'll stay. And, you know, some things make me laugh. Like, like Lord, <laughs> she has said that I'll listen to it again and it makes me laugh and um yeah other ones I'll I'll listen to again I yeah I love those ones and Mella yeah the one that we did recently on cocktails was so much fun I felt like we were having our own little party and I have a feeling that there were some listeners that felt they were part of the party yeah I'm glad that you feel that way because I didn't know that I was like actually imparting any like good advice per se you well you feel that way is because it's 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 
so natural to you. It's I guess stuff so. that you've been doing for a long, long time, and it's it's nothing new. I also wanted to like make it like attainable for people to, you know, achieve easy solutions to elevate their bar, their home bar, rather. Yeah, and and I, and you achieve that. So let me tell you, my friend Sue, who's in my book club, and also my, well, every all my book club people are my really good friends, but Sue lives just across the street from me. And she said, so we're having a book club potluck at my house on the 15th, um, combined, because it's my turn to have book club, and we always always have a Christmas dinner, and, and so we're doing that. Anyway, Sue said, I know what I'm bringing. I'm going to make that milk cocktail that... Ooh, no, I love it. That's going to be my contribution. Yeah. I love that. Did she find yeah. the recipe off of your show notes? Because I included all those in the well, show she notes. Must have. Yeah, yeah, she must have. Yeah, she, she probably did. Yeah, but that's what she told me that she, she said, hey, that's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to bring. I love that. So tell her she needs some cheesecloth. Cheesecloth. Well, Susan oh, yeah, really good she, knows, cook. she okay. would know about cheesecloth. Because that's like the important tool that you'll need to strain out all the milk fat i just want to say again the every single episode yeah is special to me for different reasons um you know when when you've finished producing them and send them to me and i you know i listen to them the day before they're aired i i just uh, every single time oh another winner this was great this was so good (laughs) yeah that's good to hear i'm glad that you're happy with the final product oh more than happy anyway you know um here's to many more to come and and i just want to invite listeners again to if you've got some good ideas of hot topics for boomers please email convos with boomers at gmail.com yes or rate and review the show and then we'll we'll make sure to uh, to take your suggestions write and review good idea rate and review the show yeah. on on your favorite podcast player yeah perfect here's to 50 here's congratulations to 50. congratulations 50 to episodes us. can can you believe it i cannot believe it i and i you know Mello, when i think about how how easy it is to launch each episode we just click 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 Versus the first several weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, now we have a system. Now I know it used system. to take me so long to edit your show. Remember? Yep. Now uh, it's now, like now we're just we're so slick. What's next is written and created by Barb Demeray. It is produced, edited, and engineered by Mella. If you like the show, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you stream your podcast. Thank you for listening.